for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today is December 20th. It is supposed to be our 20th day but of the 25 days of cheer uh, uh, fundraiser that we're doing. But because of life, it's not been 20 interviews, so to speak. But we're back at it. Today, we got a very special guest. We got Natasha Meister. How's it going today, Natasha? Hi, I'm good, Tom. How are you doing? <laughs> doing pretty good. I'm doing really good, actually. You know, it's one of those things where I was working last night for like my day job because I'm getting ready to go on vacation. So it's like, oh, nice. okay. I, I'm like working 40 hours overtime just to go take a vacation, which is really weird and kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> right. And I was up to like 5am, like working on this project. And I'm like, oh, I better go to bed. I got an interview here. And like, <laughs> well, well i'm glad you could get up for the interview this morning that's good it, it is crazy because it's like i feel amazing right now so it's like okay let's do this i'm good awesome. um but first off i want to thank you so much for jumping on the podcast i really appreciate it and i'm really excited to learn more about your music and uh, what got you into all that stuff so Great. before we jump into it can you kind of give everybody that's not familiar with who you are, like your backstory, what got you or what got you introduced to music? Um, yeah, for sure. So um, I got introduced to music um, at a pretty young age. Um, my parents, yeah, both, I would say both my parents, you know, they loved music, they were passionate about it, particularly my dad. Um, he was a musician actually back in his younger years and, um, and he would still play guitar, um, you know, as I was, as I was young and growing up. So when I was about six or seven years old, um, my sister, I have an older sister as well, uh, we started actually singing. Um, and I think that's mostly thanks to my, my mom's parent, my grandparents. Um, we, I remember when they would come and look after us, my parents were, uh, working at their business. Um, they would, we would uh, sit around the piano and we were singing hymns and I still have a very like fond memory of that, like when we were really little. So, um, yeah, so we started singing at a pretty young age. We, we went to church and we sang there. Um, and then I actually learned guitar when I was a little later on about 13, 14, um, that was my dad's instrument. So, um, and I remember listening to the sounds of uh, like Johnny Cash, um, Chet Atkins, Tommy Emmanuel, like all these like very famous sort of like finger picking um, type guitarists. Um, that was, you know, what my dad was very passionate about. And, and um, he kind of got me started on that sort of stuff, country music and, um, yeah. And then, I mean, I, I obviously developed my own sort of, uh, uh, independent passion for music as well as I uh, got on in life and especially when I started high school I you know started discovering different music like um, and listening to um, weirdly enough not even what the other kids were listening to at the time I actually got into blues music so okay. I kind of went from country 
um, to blues, um, which was kind of like a, a pretty easy sort of shift because they sort of, you know, they sort of blend together pretty well. Um, and then sort of other genres sort of around those as well. So like soul and, and, and a little bit of jazz and R&B. And so all those sort of genres that kind of you can fuse together quite easily. Um, and then, yeah, as I kept, you know, uh, writing as well, I started writing maybe when I turned about 18, I started writing my own songs too. Um, and at that time, I actually moved to a whole different country <laughs> mm -hmm. um, when I turned 18. So I finished high school and then my parents decided, um, hey, we're moving to South Africa. <laughs> yeah. um, but the uh, reason being is because my mom is actually from South Africa. So I ended up going there for 10 years um, and even, you know, started getting more versatile, getting into rock and pop. So mm. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty versatile as an artist. I've listened Great. to lots of genres. I play different styles and um, yeah. And now the rest is history. I just keep doing what I love now these days. Awesome. And so you're j just for like clarification, you're originally from London, Ontario. That's correct. Yeah. Born and raised in London, Ontario. Awesome. And then you, when you turned 18, you moved to South Africa and now you're back in Canada. You're in Michel, I'm going to mispronounce it. So I'm going to let you. That's okay. I think you were close. It's Mississauga. Mississauga. Uh, Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. Well, because my sister used to live in the States in okay. Mishawaka. Mm. And so like, I get those two confused and it, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Similar okay. sounding. Yeah. But, um. No, the only reason I uh, the reason I brought it up is because the only reason I'm semi familiar about where London, Ontario is, is when I was in college. There was I interned for a baseball team, and one of the teams that come came to play us was the London Rippers from London, Ontario. Ah, uh, okay, so all right. That, that's kind of why I know vaguely where it's at. So okay, okay, it, it kind of stuck out to me. Um, so you're you're back in Canada now and you're a full-time musician at this point doing I, I am well I'm trying to these yeah. days you know the current situation makes it difficult but um you know uh when I actually did move back to Canada about two years ago um yeah I mean I pretty much dived into the music scene here as soon as I got back you know home to Canada and um yeah, and then unfortunately the whole COVID thing kind of hit, you know, earlier this year, which kind of dampened <laughs> my career a little bit and kind of put things to halt. But um, I mean, uh, yeah, I had the few odd gigs still here and there kind of in the last few months, but um, you know, as, as we're getting into the holidays, things kind of simmer down a bit as well, but I'm hopeful for the new year and, um, you know, as things hopefully start to improve in 2021, um, I'm definitely going to get right back out there and start performing again. Um, yeah, I mean, I play all kinds of shows at the moment. I'm playing restaurants and bars and weddings and private functions. So, yeah, it's yeah, I miss it. <laughs> so hopefully soon I'll be able to perform. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, like even during this COVID time, you've still been able to release music and you've still been releasing music. Uh, you've released an EP earlier this year, uh, Love Confessions. Um, what, how, the, fa my favorite question to ask when people release music during this pandemic is how far back did the pandemic push the release of your album? The really, well, actually, luckily enough, my Love Confessions EP was released in February. I think that was just before. Yeah, that was like early February I released it. So it was just before the whole COVID thing hit. Okay. So thankfully, yeah, I was in the clear for that one. But um, actually I'm working on uh, releasing a single mm -hmm. um, coming out uh, next month. Yep. Um, so 
actually, I wouldn't really say it's pushed anything back, actually. I mean, it's just, I guess it makes it simple when you just release one track as well, right? And yeah. instead of putting a whole album together and working with like, I don't know, like I don't really have like a huge team of people I work with. I'm yeah. relatively independent. So that makes things move pretty fast. Um, and yeah, so I guess I'm lucky in that in that sense. But um, yeah, hopefully next year, yeah, there won't be any kind of issues like yeah. this. And just do things without any restrictions, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so the uh, the single that you brought up was uh, Diamond Kiss. It's releasing on the 15th. Uh, what was it about this single that you wanted to release it right now or you chose this single to release? You know, I guess since since February uh, earlier this year, um, you know, that, that was already a long time ago for me. I think as an artist, we're always like, you know, excited and eager to put out new music and to be honest, that felt like already a long time for me that I'd waited since since the EP. Um, and I'm always writing, I'm always like producing um, my own tracks as well. Um, and I usually just end up working with someone to help me with the mixing and um, mastering in the end, but I actually do most of the production and the writing and the lyrics and everything myself. So um, yeah, you know, I had this idea amongst many <laughs> and yeah. it felt like the one that was kind of the closest to you know, being ready. So I thought, okay, hey, I'm just going to polish this one up. And, you know, my fans have been waiting for quite some time. I don't want them to think, you know, I fell off <laughs> the yeah. earth. So yeah. I put out a new song, um, you know, just to be like, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still okay. But I'm, <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm hoping to put out some more singles as well, um, probably like sporadically throughout next year. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just it, to, I think that's the way things are going these days. A lot of people aren't putting out like full albums anymore. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with that that for now and yeah. see how that works out <laughs> absolutely you know it, it'll be interesting because since earlier this year you did release an ep and now next year and next year you're gonna uh you mentioned just like kind of may, possibly just doing singles you, it'll be interesting to see how the legs and the longevity of your music lasts whereas because right. you know it, it's definitely one of those things where with an ep you release four five six songs depending on how long it is and it's out there and right yeah and it's out there for a while but i think yeah. the thing is with the single right so you can um kind of put them out like maybe every every month if you it depends also right i mean you have um being an independent artist i have the control of when i want to put my songs yeah. out there so yeah. you know i have the choice i can put one out every month you know if i write fast enough yeah. um but um you know so that way there's always something fresh um and upcoming for my fans to, to look forward to and i think that's kind of a cool way to do, to do things right um yeah. it's just a different approach you know i think that's sort of the the way that the industry is just kind of moving at the moment so mm -hmm. yeah i'm just gonna see how that works out for me <laughs> yeah absolutely and it, it'll be really interesting because like right now it seems like the single play is perfect because you, you're not really getting out yeah like, i mean you're doing like the sporadic show but you're not doing a whole bunch of shows so like you do a show you promote your single whereas if you're doing a bunch of shows maybe it makes more sense to do an ep or an lp because it's like okay, okay I'm still out there all the time performing exactly. or whatever. And so right. I can do a full length. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> right now it's like, nobody's doing nothing. Well, I shouldn't say nobody's doing nothing because the like people are playing shows, but it's not at the capacity as it normally is. Yeah, so. no. And I think it still might be a little while till we, till we get there, right? Nothing is going to be overnight. Um, yeah. You know, I think, yeah, venues are still going to be hesitant. You know, I mean, I think first thing they want to, you know, just get their customers back at as many feet in the door. So live music is, again, sort of more of a luxury, right? But I mean, yeah. 
I think eventually they're going to want that back because I mean, that obviously draws in people as well. So yeah, yeah we just got to give it time and, and I think things will be back to normal. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so where are you at creatively right now? Um, are you writing? Are you recording? Where are you kind of at creatively? Um, like I said, I'm always sort of writing and producing like different, different ideas and sounds I sort of have in mind. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm always, you know, even as we speak right now, my guitar right next to me. (laughs) So I've I've always got it nearby, you know, ready to like mess around with it and see if I can come up with a cool idea or if I have this idea in my head, I can just kind of like grab it and and go and, um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm always still writing, um, Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm not actually recording any other singles at this very moment. So I'm just sort of getting ready to release um, or yeah, my next single called Diamond Kiss, which will be coming out January 15th. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, just kind of like promoting that for the most part at the moment, Um, but still writing and, you know, always kind of working towards the next thing, right? Sort of behind the scenes. Um, But yeah, you know, just like I said, always writing and and, yeah, that, that never stops, right? I think as an artist, we're just we're our, it's in our blood to just be creative so it's like yeah. part of our 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 nature we just have to keep you know writing and be, being creative right to keep us going yeah absolutely absolutely and then like when you when you are writing what's kind of your process are you more sporadic with it like where you're like driving down the car and it's like oh yellow ferrari that's a good you know, t- you know, so like I'm, I'm obviously making things up, but you know, like, are you kind of like that, or are you? Because I'm starting to see people are getting more disciplined with their creativity, where it's like, okay, I've only got from 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. or 11 p.m. Right, right. And it's I like think, I've like yeah. so. W- what's kind of your process? Yeah, I think I'm I'm definitely the more disciplined writer, yeah. I would say. Um, yeah, I'm not really like one that will like just be out like driving or going for a walk and be like, I mean, maybe that's just happened like once or twice to me, but I have to be honest and say, usually I'm kind of like, I, I dedicate a time in my day where I'm like, okay, I'm, this is songwriting time. <laughs> and, um, and then I even sometimes on my phone, I have like, I come up with like different lyric ideas or like what would be a cool like list of like, titles like mm-hmm. that and then I almost like start writing from that and I draw off of that as my inspiration um and yeah because yeah for me usually the lyrics are actually the hardest part so yeah. like it's funny um so I have to really be I think especially disciplined with the lyric side of things yeah. when it comes to you know coming up with the more creative like sounds and guitar parts and the melodies like that that seems to flow a little more easily for me so um yeah so my lyrics have to be quite disciplined and really sort of jot down very specific ideas and then draw off of that um uh so yeah that's that's how I approach it <laughs> awesome awesome you know it's 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 really interesting because it's like so people it's like the guitar riff is what sets it off and then some people are like no I write the I write the entire song out before I even start playing with the guitar and like just listening to both sides and then like some people come in and it's like, nope, the title sets it off for me, you know, like whatever it is. And it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I think so sometimes, sometimes it's, it's different for me though, every time. So like, um, uh, because I work a lot on the production side of my songs as well. Sometimes I come up with um, even like a, a cool, like little synth, like yeah. or piano part first that I play on, you know, on my laptop. Um, or sometimes it will be like a guitar little, 
melody you're picking that I, I jot down first. Um, but I think or lately I've noticed, yeah, I seem to be actually really enough being the lyrics being the hardest for me. I seem to actually start with that first. I think it's because um, because I'm so like disciplined with it because I know the lyrics is the most challenging. Let me try and get that out of the way first, almost mm -hmm. so then that I can enjoy the more creative part of it after, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so one thing I did want to talk about because I don't see a lot of, I mean, I see it a lot more now during COVID, but mm -hmm. you did a Christmas melody video? Yes. Uh, <laughs> was that something you always wanted to do or what was kind of the idea behind that? You know, it was something I actually wanted to do for a little while and I hadn't actually really collaborated with, um, you know, other artists much before, or at least especially not on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've done a few shows here and there, uh, you know, or being part of lineups with different mm -hmm. artists. But um, that was my first time collaborating with another singer. Um, she's actually also based in Canada or Toronto. Um, Laura Seves Chichi, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. <laughs> I apologize to her if I butchered it. But um, yeah, check her out. She's on Instagram and Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, so we did, I, or I decided just to kind of put a few uh you know classic holiday songs together as a medley and um yeah just thought that we put it out there you know in time for the holidays and mm -hmm. uh it seems to be receiving pretty well um yeah i'm just gonna keep trying to promote it get it out there to my fans and um hopefully it'll just kind of you know cheer them up and put them in a good mood for the holidays you know it's been a really hard year so i thought that would be sort of my gift to to everyone yeah. <laughs> right now absolutely I haven't had a chance to watch the entire video yet, but from what I've heard, it's it's amazing. And, yeah, um, it's a long yeah, it's a longer one, right? Because yeah. it's a medley. It's about like ten minutes, I think. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> for sure. But uh, no, it, it it's always interesting because it's like every year I try and I have this idea of doing like a twenty five days of Christmas, bringing musicians in to do like an acoustic um, like Christmas cover, or sometimes they have originals, yeah. and I can never find people that don't know or that know anything other than like silent night it's always silent night is the one that they know interesting and, okay That's and it's cool. like <laughs> i mean i guess we could do 25 days of silent night that would be kind of interesting <laughs> yeah. but after right. like That's the way to go <laughs> after the fourth day people would be like is this a joke like what's going on here so <laughs> you know but uh so it's really exciting that uh that, that I'm starting to see independent musicians kind of embrace the holidays because it's one of those things where, yeah, it's kind of a pain to do it the first time, but then you're set for, exactly, for the rest yeah. of your that, career. Cause you that was it. my thought as well. Well, I mean, I won't, you know, just kind of ride on that for every Christmas forever yeah. from now on, but you know, maybe for a couple of Christmases from here on out, you know, just, I think, yeah, people will still appreciate it. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously eventually, or my, my hope is to actually maybe even write some of my own Christmas songs. Maybe not, I don't know if I would do a full album per se, but yeah. hey, never say never. Um, but I might, yeah, I, I was thinking about maybe writing a Christmas song, uh, maybe even next year. We'll see. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so kind kind of uh, uh, heading back to uh, Diamond Kiss. Do you have any plans of doing like um, video component or a music video or anything like that for? Um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to actually maybe probably at some point, I can't say any dates, but yeah, next year I'm, I'm looking to hopefully do a, a proper music video for that. Um, yeah. I'm actually or just working on the 
or a simple sort of just lyric video for the yeah. song for now, um, just to put out so people can, you know, just kind of get familiar with the lyrics as well and, you know, sing along with it, get yeah. to know the song. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, I'll definitely be working towards getting a, a proper video. I think um, I haven't done a, a, yeah, a good mu music video in a very, very long time, at least not independently as a solo artist. I mean, when I was previously in, in a different band uh, back in the day, but uh, we did a couple music videos, uh, or I was in a band called The Sweet Resistance. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's still some videos, I think, up on our channel there. Um, we're not going anymore, of course, but um, yeah, so I, I want to get some stuff out there independently. So yeah, I'll get that done next year for sure. Nice. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I always enjoy seeing the creativity in the independent music or in in the independent music videos is where I was going with that one. Uh, you know, it's like, just like the ingenuity and like, if you've got a go-getter videographer or whatever, that's just like really down to make it look awesome. So a lot of musicians come up with some really cool and interesting things. So I yeah, well, that's that. another yeah aspect you can get very creative with, right? I mean, you can yeah. come up with the whole storyline and and really work that into into the song. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a whole other creative side of, of things. So yeah, I'm excited to hopefully jot start jotting down some ideas towards the video soon. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So obviously, COVID uh, shows haven't been a consistent thing. But when there isn't a global pandemic going on, how often are you usually out playing shows? Um, usually at least maybe two times a week. Um, okay. I guess, yeah, just, yeah, sort of depending on the time of year, I guess, as well. But I mean, when it's, you know, summertime, busy mm -hmm. time for me, yeah, it's usually I would say at least two gigs a week. Um, and obviously, yeah, some weddings thrown in there as well. Um, you know, a lot of the wedding uh, weddings I had uh, been booked for this year obviously got postponed to okay. you know, back to, to next year so um those will be happening next year which i have to look forward to um but yeah I'm, I'm i'm really you know fingers crossed next uh year summer will be good and things will be busy again you know for for all musicians out yep. there you know i think we we all miss the work and we're ready to get back into action yep you know it is like I, i've been kind of perusing facebook during this time just kind of watching people say how they took they're never going to take for granted again a live show like just oh, yeah. either being at a live show or performing at a live show like I, i've talked to a few different people they're like yeah there, there was a couple of shows earlier this year or late last year that i just kind of phoned in mm -hmm. and now it's like what if that's my last show what if, what oh, if that's wow. my last yeah. memory that i phoned it in you, you know? know yeah i yeah that's so true i think i think this year has opened our eyes like to a lot of things like just to be grateful for um you know so many things that we've maybe taken for granted in the past i think um yeah we've definitely uh we've had um, a tough year and i think um, yeah, we've realized we've just got to be grateful for, you know, every little thing in life. And, um, you know, when things are back to normal, yeah, we just, you know, we got to appreciate and be thankful for, for all the good things in life. And um, yeah, and for live music, <laughs> 100%. I'm all for it. So yeah, yep, absolutely. Oh, and so I don't want to take too much more of your time. I want to be respectful of the fact that it is Sunday morning. Um, being that it is the Christmas season. What is your favorite childhood memory during the holidays or of the holidays oh wow okay i wasn't ready for these questions okay um my favorite 
childhood memory um, around Christmas. You know, I think it's just just um, being around like a warm fireplace. I don't know. There's something about being around like a cozy fireplace, like just crackling. Um, and you know, John Christmas tree. Obviously, I you know I remember decorating the Christmas tree with my sister, and my mom when we were you know younger. And um, and of course, I think obviously the best memories. You know, waking up in the morning, early in the morning. Um, you know, to open all the presents. Uh, you know, we're all sitting together as a family and. Um, yeah, those are just, you know, good memories I'll always, you know, cherish for the years to come. You know, I, my family's uh, obviously based in London, Ontario. I'm here in Mississauga, so a whole different city. Um, I don't get to see them as much anymore. And and obviously this year also changes things a bit. So I, I'm not going to see them for the holidays. So I'm just going to hold on to those good memories, you know, when when I was younger. And um, yeah, and, you know, those were, those were good times. Yeah, yeah. warm memories. <laughs> and hopefully in the near future, you'll be able to go spend more time with them during the holiday yeah i hope i hope next year yeah i'll, yeah. I'll get to be with my family again so absolutely, yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely but um one thing that we like to do on live and amplified is pass on knowledge to younger musicians so i'm, I'm gonna want to take the next minute or so to kind of run down this alley from what's one piece of advice you've learned through your career that you wish you knew when you first got started one piece of advice hmm. or it could be several pieces of advices like it that's yeah let me think about this um what i wish i knew when i started out um hmm. i would say actually yeah that you can't actually do it all on your own because i'm actually very independent like just like my nature as a person like i'm very like i want to have control of everything and take care of every aspect of everything and I want to have that control um, and it kind of scares me to hand that out to, to anyone um, because I'm very sort of like protective over my music um, because it's always you know it's been a part of me it's been there with me for most of my life um, it's like it's like my baby in a weird way and um, you know it scares me to sort of hand it out and sort of trust anyone else to help me with it whether it's like a manager um, uh, an agent um, you know anyone yeah to kind of bring a team together and I'm realizing actually just how important it is to have a team around you because you can't do it all on your own yeah. and you just yeah it's important to just learn to trust but I mean I think the other thing is do follow your gut sorry I'm giving like several pieces of advice you're good, you're here. good. But, um, you're good. follow your gut because sometimes it's not always going to be the right person that um you know maybe they approach you and they want to work with you and, and I've had I've had many so you've got to be careful and know who who is right, you know, you got to resonate, right? I think that's very important. Um, and, you know, anyone you work with, you have to make sure you still have the control over it. You don't want them to overpower your ideas. And, um, you know, you kind of get pushed in the background because that's not a nice feeling. I think as an artist, you want to still have that power. So, um, yeah, so follow your gut, but definitely be open to working with other people. And, you know, once you find the right people, you know, like, kind of learn to hand over the reins as well right you, you know because you, that way you can open yourself and just allow yourself to focus on the more creative side of things again right instead yep. of doing all this admin and business which you know I think most artists we don't particularly love I don't I know I'm not I don't think I'm great at it I don't love it but I tried to do it all myself but um yeah you know once you can find the right team of people I think that can definitely set you up for success you know in your career so yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and like just being able to trust people like because I mean I, I think a lot of people and musicians in general think oh they bring this person in and that's their decision for life and it's like no if 
they're not no. doing what you want them to do or you think you don't think they're representing you the right way you can let them go you can exactly. say hey this isn't working or you know that this is what i want to do that's right that's right you know like it just because you give somebody the power of okay well i i don't like re like just this for example oh i don't like reaching out to podcasts to book podcasts i love doing them but i don't like to like the whole secretarial aspect of right yeah, yeah. or whatever it's, so it's like if your your pr person or whoever it is isn't booking podcasts for you or isn't booking you in the right podcast you know like or the yeah. right interviews getting you the right attention let them go like that yeah. that's literally Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's others out there, right? Yeah. That's the other thing. I think sometimes, yeah, depending on, on how you think about things is all about, you know, your, your sort of perception of things. But I mean, yeah, there's, you know, other fish in the sea, right? I mean, you're gonna, there's other people who can do that job, um, you know, probably 10 times better. You just got it. Yeah. You just have to keep trying. I think that's the other thing. Just be persistent. Don't give, don't give up. Right. I mean, the first person you bring into your team you know might not be the right one the first time around and that's yeah. probably a given because I mean what are the chances but um you know just keep trying and keep yeah just being open to working with others and give it like a fair chance but if it doesn't feel right then you know just politely say hey this isn't working out and move on and you know look for the next opportunity so yep. absolutely absolutely but I want to thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Where can everybody find you online? Where can they find your new single when it drops? All the plugs. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, everyone can find me online. Um, on My socials uh, is on Instagram and Twitter. It's just at Natasha Meister. Um, Meister spelled M-E-I-S-T-E-R, uh, just so everyone knows. And then um, on Facebook, it's um, Natasha Meister Music. Um, and then obviously my website as well, which is actually, I'm sort of in the middle of just sort of getting a little bit revamped at the moment, mm -hmm. but it's up and running at the moment, yep. but it's just natashameister.ca. Um, yeah, people can kind of just see what I'm up to there these days too. And then, um, and then obviously yeah, I'm just gonna put out there that I have a new single coming up, uh, coming in January, or sorry, coming out on January 15th. Um, it's a song called Diamond Kiss. Um, I actually just sort of started putting out a little, a little sneak peek of that coming out, but um, uh, yeah, and it'll be available actually for pre-save uh, soon on iTunes. So I'll be just, yeah, updating my socials on when that's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, it, it will be, once it's, it's out, it'll be available on all your main digital um, platforms, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon Music, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, so everyone must be excited and yeah, definitely stream it and listen to it when it comes out, yeah. Absolutely. I know I'm excited to listen to it. I've listened to a lot of your other music and I'm really excited to see what this one's about and, and can't wait to get out there and help you promote it a little bit more. Awesome. But, um, once again, thank you so much for jumping on. I really appreciate it. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later. Thank you.